Okay, people. Well, what can I say? What a jam-packed weekend of fight. Friday, we had Bellator at Bellator 260, I believe. And we had the new format, well, the new name, really, of the Invicta tournament, which is now the Phoenix tournament. I did prefer Phoenix series, but hey-ho, what can you do? You know what I mean? And then on Saturday, it was a big one. UFC 263, two titles and the first five round. I mean, it's essentially the co-main event, but kind of more the feature fight. But it was for fire. 14 fights. All 14. There was no dropouts. It was just like, yeah, yeah, yes. No, it, yeah, it, it was amazing. Three freaking endings with five rounds each. It, yeah, for the title, it, it was great. It was a great, great finish. Oh my gosh, yeah, nice. so so much shit to talk about right now, people. Yeah. So much shit to talk about, but because there was so much going on, like it is too much for one mere man to be able to watch. So I brought my boy Mike back. Because you know what I mean? we previewed it, so it'd be a bit it would be a bit of a shame not to recap it together. But Mike, Mike did a solid and Mike got into that Bellator action. So um Michael, do you wanna let us have the skinny on what went down in that Bellator cage? I mean, really, the mostly with Bellator 260, you know, you have the asthma versus Douglas going on. And it was amazing that Asimov actually took out Lima. Douglas Lima, yeah, it's like for whatever. Yeah, he actually lost to Asimov. I was, I'm a big Lima fan forever. Mm. And and honestly, it was. I thought it was going going Lima's way, but towards I think um, fourth round, Lima just started coming in with the um, with the better wrestling. He just like basically was bringing it in. And so, yeah, get, so getting up to the fourth round, how did you think it was, though? On, like, yeah, on the score, what would you have said it was going into the fourth? I mean, honestly, yeah, I would have taken Lima even up into the fifth round when things just sort of turned turning to Osmosov. I mean, it, it's just like he was he was really dominating for most of the fight, and just like sort of um, almost like UFC right here with um, what do you call it, Nate? Almost took it at the end, but Lima actually did take it at the end, or not? Asmanov actually took it at the end there. Yeah, it it was it was a really close. Um, it's like a late armbar attempt, but yeah, Osmo survived by Lima. But yeah, it, it was it was a great fight all the way around. So, like on your scorecard, who did what was what was the score on your score? Like, if you were scoring it, what would you have said that fight was? I mean, it was it was really freaking close. It was really freaking close. I mean, Osmov out wrestled Lima for the most part throughout the whole fight, but it, on the, it could have went either either way. Okay. Either way, if Lima would have got the the armbar at the end, you know, he would he would have made the finish for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was it was a so close back and forth. I mean, if if it would have if uh, Lima would have had a better finish in the third or better points in third and fourth it would have been a little bit different but 
Yeah, it was. Um, unfortunately, it's like just by points, Osmov took it. It's like I, I don't disagree with with the results at all. Okay. Okay. You know, so, it um, but it was close. It was close. So what, what what do you think? What happens next? Do you think MVP challenges Asimov or what did, did they indicate which way they were gonna go? Are they giving Lima an immediate rematch? Um, I don't think they get an immediate rematch. I mean Asimov survived that thing, but Lima almost took it. It, it was it was so freaking close there at the end, you know, but a few more seconds, he probably could have locked it in a little bit better. But it's it's really hard to say. I think um, as, I'm not 100 um, percent comfortable with the whole Bellator lineup with who who would they, who would they have next. But I I could see. I mean, Lima would have to need need one or two more fights to come back to fight Asimov. He's definitely above him at this point. Okay, all right, cool, cool, cool. So was that like the standout fight on the card? Would you say? Oh, by far. Yeah, yeah, it, it was. It was. I mean, honestly, it's kind of hard with Bellator. It's just sort of almost almost watching it in the background in a lot of ways. <laughs> it's like I like Bellator, <laughs> but it's like it's, it's kind of hard to focus because it's, it's so much weird camera angles and the production value is just not there. It's yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's really hard to really get invested into every fight. It yeah, no, I, I know what you mean. I've I, I've watched the last. Well, I, actually, I didn't see the last card, but before that, I'd watched the first three cards of the, of the year. And uh, yeah, it was a little tough. It was a little tough. Like the the, the, the announcing, I just was mm-hmm. weird. The, the, the camera angles, the production, it's just a little bit flat for me. So exactly. um, yeah, I, I, I see what you're talking about. I see what you're talking about. You can so easily tune out and get sidetracked by whatever's going on here with my wife or, or you know. Well, yeah, I get it. If I had a wife at home, I'd be more distracted with her than watching Bellator. Oh, <laughs> I can tell you that right now. <laughs> no, no, absolutely. Especially Friday night. Since she knew my Saturday was, you know, dedicated to UFC. Friday night, I just sort of had a back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure she appreciated the fact that, you know, she had to share your attention with Bellator. Oh, for sure. <laughs> she loves UFC as well, so she was there. Yeah, but it wasn't UFC. If she, no. if you, if you had to share with UFC, she'd be like, I get that. But she's just yeah. like, wait, you're sharing me with fucking Bellator, son? What the exactly, fuck? some random ass side bitch, you know, doesn't really fucking matter. Just sort of there when you need to call her up. You, need some <laughs> <laughs> you made your wife feel like the cock in the corner, man. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I know, right? She accepted. That's all right. <laughs> well, I, I, I will say, Invicta put on a very slick event. In, I, I, I've been enjoying the way Invicta been doing their things, and this, oh, this was very good, right? So, um, the the fighters involved, we had Jessica Delboni against Tabitha Watkins, uh, Lindsay Van Sant against Katie Perez, 
Jillian uh, Dacosi against Linda Malek and Paulina Grandos against uh, Marisa Mersa Balesha. Mm -hmm. And um, yo, they were good fights. They were it's, very it's good hard. fights. Um, so Delboni took it over um, Watkins. Um, now Watkins, you know, I have to say, like Watkins, um, Delboni was good, right? Delboni came out. Um, she was able to uh, get a nice takedown early on. Watkins did challenge with an triangle and an armbar for a while, but the way she was positioned, she was never really going to get those um, submissions. So um, Delboni was able to get out and then land a little strike in at the end. Um, it was a bit touch and go to see which way the judges would go because Watkins held that position for a while. But uh, Delboni got on a split. Uh, Van Sant, Lindsay Van Sant, really, really shone, really shone. So in her first fight, very kick heavy. She's really good. Got herself a takedown. Um, nice. You know, let price up, but then just finished. Man, just, just, just finished with. Um, a really nice, well, she had a triangle armbar attempt, um, which she then just went straight armbar. Uh, you know, Price did defend well, but Van Sant was able to get the extension and get the tap. And Van Sant was the only person to get a finish in that first round, which meant she could choose her... Uh, her next matchup. The other two matches were good. Um, Jillian Dacosi, Linda Malik, Malik won that one, and Paulina Grandos, uh, Marissa Mercer, Malesia. Um, yeah, Malesia won as well. But in those two fights, oh my days, they, those two fights were kind of wars. And the person coming out a little bit beat up little bit beat up which is man when you're in a tournament format you do not want that you do not want that because you know what I mean? it's just going to make it tough if you even in the next fight but if you get to the final man you know what i mean yeah so um yeah, man, that we watch bellator over in victor <laughs> <laughs> man so van sant beat malek in the semi-finals and it, this went all the round, but Van Sant really just owned it. She used a kick-heavy attack and was able to just control the range, you know, and just do the most damage. Uh, Del Boni beat Mercer Belesia. Mercer Belesia did come forward a lot, but Del Boni was the one landing the heavier strikes. So we got the rematch in the final, Delboni against Van Sant. And, Ooh. you know, Van Sant came forward. In the first round, Van Sant was coming forward, but Delboni was just countering so well. And then after that first round, Delboni kind of took charge. And she was the la one landing the heavier strikes, putting together the combos. Van Sant was doing well, 
but she she just man the power differential was just mm-hmm. I feel that was the thing because every time Del Boney hit you know what I mean? It, it kind of stopped yeah. Van Sant a little in her tracks. One of those skill versus power situations right there. I mean, kind of, but you know what I mean? Both are very skilled. Delboni is very skilled. Van Sant, she's got a very movement-heavy attack. You know, she's throwing a lot of kicks, but she's got a kickboxing background. But, uh, yeah, it, it was just that power. And then I think because... Um, you know, she, she Delboni really wanted to win this shit. She really wanted to get that title fight back. Um, and so, man, you could just see, like, every time it was in the third round, when Van Sant hit her, it was just like, how motherfucking dare you? And you just see the <laughs> rage. And she just came forward and really put it on Van Sant. Nice. So, um, yeah, we're going to see a Jessica Delboni Alicia Zapatella rebadge. Yeah, I gotta rewatch that. That sounds great. Yeah, yeah. No, it was a yeah, you know, Invicta really did it right. Really did it right. That was fun, man. That was fun. Which um, yeah, good way to start a Friday, right? Absolutely. I didn't know where to go on Friday night. I mean, I was you know, I got the that Discord server we're running. I was going back and forth between this and that, and yeah, yeah, it was um, it was, it was a busy night Friday. <laughs> and then Saturday, ooh, baby boy, boy. Jesus uh, man, Gee, uh, I, I have to say, right, those last three fights on that card, yo, right, <laughs> oh, oh, and. <laughs> I'm not even talking about floppy arm and all this other bullshit that went on in the head of time. Wow. I mean, like some of those, like all the fights were good. All the fights, I will say, I will say, Eric Anders, Darren Stewart wasn't the fight I was expecting it to be. I, 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 after that first fight, I thought they might let it go a little bit more. It was definitely more clinch heavy than I was expecting. But, sure. you know, what can you Oh, do? actually, yeah, looking at my notes here. So, yeah, Stuart won, but a little bit dull. <laughs> Round three is close. Yeah, Anders by decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a very vague fight, sort of remember. Nothing really stood out on me on that. It was just all hugging. Which I, I mean, I, I, I don't think they would call it hugging. I, I believe hugging. they would call it clinch work. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, but, I uh, mean, there, there was more clinch work than I was expecting. No, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it, and really, as like it's kind of funny. I think that those are the fights where... Honestly, as like sort of more appreciating more MMA as I go on, those really, I really enjoy those kind of fights. Seeing the clinching and the grappling game and the intricacies like the chess match. Yeah. Where I could see somebody that where I I know people were that was like, oh, that's just boring as shit. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck are they doing? They, they, they can't really appreciate that kind of fight, you know? See, the, the one thing about the um, Anders Stewart fight, though, right? And I think you you notice the difference later on, right? I, I think it was very apparent in the uh, 
Edwards Diaz fight, which we'll get to in a bit. Ooh, baby boy. Mm-hmm. When you saw, because and when Anders had Stewart on the fence, right, and the commentary team, you know, they nailed it. It's head position. Right. Anders just didn't have good head position, so he was never ever going to be able to truly control Stewart and utilize that position to get takedowns. Because right. when we when you saw Edwards in that same sort of position, you see what he was doing with his head. Right, you saw what he did with his head and the way he was then able to utilize that position to get takedowns and to, you know, land elbows and do whatever. Right. And I think that's the difference. It's just like when you're watching the clinch game, you want to see a true clinch game. You want to see people that know how to utilize that position. And it was, yeah, just a little bit disappointing that Anders, after all the training, right, all the talk of, I've been training, I've been doing this, blah, 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 and, and it just didn't really come to fruition on the fight line. Three, he almost came close to a finish, but just sort of under. Yeah. Close. Yeah. I, I will say, I will definitely say, Farisa in. Oh my gosh, Farisa M had some tremendous striking. He was in the second fight on the card against Luigi Venderibi. And oh, right, right, right. Oh my God, Zim, he looked sharp. And yes. hey, he could be the next breakout star from yeah. France. He easily took round one and two without freaking question. I mean, Luigi was coming back in round three, but is this a yeah. little bit too little too late yes. at that point? You know, it's like ZM was, he, if he didn't get the finish, it was over. Yeah, I, I just, yeah, in, the, in that last round, um, Venderibi was able to stop the takedown and, you know, just get away from the clinch, right? And I thought that was very big. That was very big, but it was just like, yeah, you kind of needed to do that from the giddy up, man. Like, you know what I mean? And and when it came to that third round, it was great that he was able to do it, but he wasn't really, he he then wasn't doing enough to finish. Exactly. I mean, honestly, like throughout that whole fight, the third round with Venderimi was probably the most exciting parts of the fight, him coming back. And, but it was just not quite enough to, to pull it through. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm definitely. a Venderimi fan, honestly. It's like, but yeah, not, not too little too late. Thankfully, I didn't have any money on that fight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you have a little flutter? I, honestly, I, I came out pretty. Uh, I came out ahead this weekend, so which is not, which is better than usual weekends. Okay, like yeah. it was. It's crazy during the fight. I saw that people were putting bets on, but I was a bit like, I don't know if that's worth it. Like I think someone put. I believe, uh it was either on Nate or Vittori. They put ten grand on, but you were only going to walk away with 13.6. And I'm like, putting 10 grand on just to win free? I don't know if that's worth it. I don't think I'd just hate that risk. 
You know, that's the has a type of money where you don't care. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, it's just like burning money. It's like, yeah, yeah. it doesn't matter. I throw 10 grand on that. It's like, dude, that's like my rent for months. Oh, yeah, no <laughs> doubt. No doubt. Is, is, uh, if I'm putting on a large sum, I want to be winning a large sum. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I'd, yeah. I'd agree to put 10 grand on to win maybe like 50. You know what I mean? Like, maybe. But even then, I don't know if that's still enough, right? I, I think you'd put 10 grand on to win 100, right? Mm. Or, or, or or something closer to that. But to win free, I'm just like, yeah. You know, if you would have put 10 grand in ADS plus 400, you would have come out with bank if he would have pulled it off in that final round. But we'll, we'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. <laughs> <laughs> Now, um, Chase Hooper, Stephen ah, Edison. Oh, poor baby boy. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you know, little curly hair. I felt bad about that one. I, it did go the way I was expecting. No, Peterson dominated him from start to finish. He, he really did. It's like, there's no doubt about it. He, he did. He did put himself in precarious situations. Like, sometimes it was just like... You don't need to be in that situation. Now, he always got out. He always got out and he ended it with some damage. But mm-hmm. it's a bit like maybe next time it doesn't work so well. Right? right. So why put yourself in that situation? So there, there was that. But yes, he, he was always able to counter. There's a thing with a leg lock, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I think to the layman, it might always look like, oh, they're in trouble, they're in trouble. But you, when you look at that position, if the knee is out of the hold, it, it's not really anything because you can't get any leverage. There's, there's no possibility of a tap if you don't have the knee as the fulcrum. And Edison always extricated the knee. So most almost sounds like you're like burning yourself out more so than you're doing damage to the other dude at that point. Well, I mean, the problem is you, when you're going to that position, if you're attacking, you can't defend the head. So that's why Peterson was able to just to hit hammer fist and just mm-hmm. land shots because, you know, Chase had hold of the, of the leg, but he's not defend. He's not able to now defend his head. And so if you don't have it, it's kind of like, you know, don't, don't, unless you are really in on it, don't bother. Because it's, it really puts you in a fuckery situation. Too much risk versus reward at that point. Yeah. But if you are a, um, if you are a a leg lock expert, like um, when we saw Hall, put one on uh, BJ Penn. Like, the way Ryan Hall did it. Like, they don't call Ryan Hall the wizard for nothing, because Ryan Hall is slick like a motherfucker. And and he can do it. And so, you know, the risk for him is kind of minimal. You know what I mean? It's like when you see people like Gordon Ryan, Gary Tonin, any of the Danana any of the Danana Danana Danaha 
death squad. <laughs> like my no, I'm just so blocked up, man. And my yeah. allergies are just killing me. It, no is, it sounds like I'm speaking through a motherfucking mouth or cotton wall or something. <laughs> it, it, it just sounds terrible right now. No but, worries, uh, brother. You sound fine. You sound, <laughs> you sound Yeah, there's certain people that could a slick on a like Craig Jones. Boogeyman, Richie Martinez, and his brother Gio. You know what I mean? There's certain people that are just down with those leg locks. But yeah, I, I like because Chase has been training a little with Ryan, right? Mm-hmm. So I understand the 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 kind of like, oh, I could go for it, but it's just like, yo, it wasn't worth it. It, it wasn't worth it. But you know, I, I will say, I will definitely say. He's striking vastly improved from the last fight. Against he's, Peter Barrett, the striking still looked very rudimental. But today, you know, Saturday, that the striking was a lot crisper. I mean, he's still young. He has a ways to go. He, but I mean, Hooper has a lot of potential. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. He's coming for sure. He, he's definitely got a lot of heart up in there. He's got a lot of heart and, um, you know, there, there's, there's definitely a lot of promising moments in the fight. So although Chase lost, you know what I mean? He ain't got nothing to hold his head down for. Not at all. It's funny. I just like, I titled this fight, the, the bully versus the cutie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it definitely turned out that way. Bully fucking took him out. And, and he and he deserved it. But oh happy God. to say McKinney won me some money. Yeah. Terrence McKinney yeah, was not playing. No. Jesus. Seven Christ. seconds? Matt Masvidal? Boy, that was great. That was great. I mean, technically, it was quicker than seven seconds. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, I mean, it's like the Mastodon one was quicker than the time they actually gave it, mm-hmm. right? Because it, they're giving it the time that it takes the referee to get there, and they go, "It's off, it's off." But right, yeah, after a couple should, round and pounds going on, yeah, yeah, he was already out. Call it the moment the dude out. is flatlined, and, <laughs> and for Vola, oh man, it was just that that right left. That was and it. For Vola, just. That was yeah, deflated like this pop is fucking balloon. Jeez. I mean, because McKenny has shown that he can finish a fight quickly, right? But mm-hmm. in in those LFA fights we have just seen, he ended the fight after you know landing a good kick, something like that. It was never straight the hand so i didn't i didn't expect him to be able to flatline for vola like that now i I, if he put together an a combination right i was thinking okay he, he could do damage there right but to just straight ko power in the hand like that Ooh, yeah, yeah, that was a happy surprise. Happy surprise. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Shamey fucked his knee up. That that was some rough shit. 
No, that yeah, that was rough. That was rough, but good for me. I made some money. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Oh, yeah, that's a, that was a good one. That was a good one. Man, I have to say, Mosa Ivalev was all right. He was pretty dominant in his. do yeah, yeah. I was surprised on that one. Mosav took it. I mean, like, look, you you, you can see Mozart has got very solid. Um, yeah, he, he's got he's got very solid wrestling, you know. So I wasn't surprised, but man, it was just you the, the ease in which he did it. It no, was, he dominated the ground it, the entire freaking fight. I mean, yeah. Keem had a couple good shots around three, but outside of that, it was all most of this dominating on the ground all night long. Oh, yeah. Easily. No doubt. Easily. No doubt. No doubt. Like, in the, let, let's just go back. Let's go, go way back. That first fight on the card, Carlos Felipe, Jake Collier. That was an odd fight. Ain't gonna lie, that was a not fight because Collier had a very good first round. Mm-hmm. Collier had a very good first round, but he just seemed to gas hard. Yeah, honestly, it seemed like Philippe actually took more damage initially. You know, it's like he he had some more physical physical wounds. Well, Collier was landing some good leg kicks. You know, his his jab was working well. He was doing very well. But, yeah, he just gassed. He He really did. He gassed, and he was too – like, he still was throwing shots, right? He he was still landing that jab. But his movement had slowed right down, and um, he, he wasn't able to do anything else. And so Felipe was able to take over. And Felipe spent a lot of time admiring his work. So, you know, I mean, he like maybe if Felipe put together more combinations, he could have maybe finished that fight. But he, he was kind of looking and admiring. But yeah. Uh, yeah, Felipe definitely took the fight. It, it was just oh, surprising. Yeah, I was very surprised Collier just gassed out so quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he was tired really friggin' quick, without a doubt. Yeah. Lauren Murphy, John Calderwood kind of went the way I expected it to go. Which, I mean, as I said, look, it's a shame. I really like John Calderwood. But... Mm-hmm. Man, it is like you know, Murphy was able to take it down, controller, and even in the third round, when Calderwood was able to stuff the takedowns, she she then just didn't throw enough because it was clear she needed a stoppage. Mm -hmm. I was surprised that it was honestly it was it was a split. Oh yeah, that was not a split decision. That was that was a silly. That is something, yeah, that was one of those stupid judges' things. Now, Coldwood won the third round, for sure. sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, but one and two, easily lucky. Lucky, yeah. no problem. Yeah, no no doubt, no doubt. I, I In the Panic Hanzed Alexi Davis fight, I thought, um, 
I thought Penny might have been more dominant, right? Because she did allow Davis to stay in that fight. But yeah, I do agree she won that fight. Yeah, Yeah, I was glad she won the fight. Because she's looked so good. She's really turned, you know, she's really turned herself around and it just seems to have clicked. She's just seems to have found her flow. So although this wasn't her best night, I'm glad she was still able to pull out that win. And that's what it is sometimes, that even when you're not on your best form, you can still win. And that's what she showed. 100%. Yeah, Penny looked great that fight. It's like, honestly, the whole fight in general wasn't too memorable, but she definitely took it by points, you know. Without a doubt, she dominated from beginning to end. Davis was sort of weak; D- didn't really have a whole lot to respond to Penny. So no, I had no problem with that decision. Well, it, it was just Davis only had one type of attack. I mean, that was the thing. It, it was just you know, Penny had a bit more of a diverse attack, and mm-hmm. and they and. Davis had good moments, but as soon as you know, Penny was able to see, oh, this is the attack, it, mm-hmm. it then just became easy to, you know, get around it because you knew exactly how she was going to come at you. She exactly, she yeah, she knew how to respond to everything that Davis threw at her. So, yeah, yeah I, I'm happy with that result. I mean, looking forward to her next fight for sure. Mm-mm. Now, one fight that was definitely memorable. Oh, my God. Okay, what you talking? Drew Dober, Brad Riddell. <laughs> that fight was straight bananas. Oh goodness, they were just back and forth the whole friggin' time. That fight was so friggin' good. And you thought it might be done mad quick. <laughs> right. I mean, when Dober yeah. hurt Br- Riddell, yeah, I mean, you thought... Oh shit, it's done. It because it, it took a little while because at first, you know what I mean Dober was able to stuff those takedown offenses. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when you know Riddell was able to grab a hold of Dober, it was just like okay, like he, he was he couldn't take him down, but he was able to get that clinch and just recuperate because it looked like it looked like Riddell was done he he did he did I thought he was done for a bit and I was going to lose money there but he he pulled it through he fucking (laughs) Uh, yeah yeah no you know it, it was funny because Doba looked really good and then all of a sudden, he do- you can see Dover got tired. Dover got tired. And that would come in with those big shots. Boom, boom. It's like, yeah, he was he was causing some damage out of the blue. Oh man, yeah. That right, that right mm-hmm. could not miss with that right. No, it was a fucking laser focus. Like, bam, he was he was nailing that. It was, it was beautiful. <laughs> oh man, it, it really was. That was such a fun fight. Such oh, a fun fight, man. Yo. Man. So, what did you think of? Um, I mean, we're going to jump to the second fight of the main card. 
Bilal Muhammad, Damian Maya. Muhammad and Maya, let me pull up my notes here. Um, Muhammad took a decision. Yeah, yeah, he took the decision, which I agree with. Um, I stopped. Da, 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 below one bus. Okay. Yeah, it looks like Maya, Maya just had one takedown throughout the whole freaking thing. I, I think, yeah, Muhammad pretty much dominated the whole freaking fight. My one man, people below. I mean, I would think probably round one went to Maya, round two, below. And it really just came down to round three. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. Because the thing is, it, yeah, Maya only one form of takedown. Right. Which was just like, you know what I mean? You, you need to be able to try different. When the single isn't working, you have to be able to then go to the double. You have to be able to try the body lock. You have to be able to try maybe the arm drag. You know what I mean? The trip. Right. Like, you, you, you have to be able to go to different attempts. Even pull guard. Right? Mm -hmm. but, but Maya just had the single. And it, it was clear that, you know, Mohammed just had, like, crazy balance crazy balance there was times that yeah. leg was so high and you're just thinking oh well that's a takedown and yeah Mohammed was able to stay on his feet which super impressive you, but, would um, you would expect more from Maya though he should I mean from his experience he should be able to do a little bit more than what he was doing that night he should, he should have more weapons in the tank right now I mean he, he like that's always been his go-to so it, it didn't surprise me because, you know, this far in the game, he's, it, you know, the chances of picking up a crazy bunch of new skills is very low. But um, I think just in previous fights, the other opponent has come at him in a certain way, which has enabled him to get those takedowns, to get in those positions. Because even though, I will say, even though Muhammad was, you know, very dominant in that third round, he he never looked like he was going to finish the fight. No, no. You know, he, he never really took it to Maya. Like, he, he won on the outside with the jab and just a little dirty boxing inside, but it wasn't a, 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 a super dominant position you know performance right no yeah i agree yeah he would he would never get the finish on him for sure it, the fight would just went on forever when it ultimately probably been a fucking draw but i think what with round three muhammad did did take it because maya didn't have a whole lot of offense for him you know yeah is this, yeah, his, no, is sure. this his last fight i don't know like i believe it is because I, I, I think he was saying he just wanted one more fight. So I think it is. But, um, you know, I don't know. Like maybe he doesn't want to go out on that performance. Maybe he wants one more. But it, it, it's hard to think of who would he fight next. Exactly. 
Like, you know, one more fight could be just, you know, call someone who, um, you know, like a, another vet in the game, something like that, rather than try someone who is high up in the rankings or anything like that. I would really enjoy if you were UFC were to have like a legendary league where you have all our old guys come in. You could have Maya in there, Cerrone, and um, who knows, e- even um, what about GSP or whoever, just all fucking Bisbang, just all of them come in where it doesn't really matter. Just, just good old, the people that we love just fighting again. That, that no. would be good. That would no. be fun. No, no. That it's would unsanctioned. be dreadful. That no, would be the worst. It, it would no. be entertaining. No, this isn't Bellator. This isn't Ryzen. Like this is exactly Ryzen. this is the top promotion, right? So if, if you're not there to win a title, you ain't. You you shouldn't be there. Right, it's like like an exhibition fight. That's all this exhibition stuff, just for good times. I would enjoy that. Not in the UFC, son. Not in the UFC, be UFC minor for fun. No, nothing for you. You would have to go to um, look, you could do that shit on one of the indie promotions, just not the UFC. Go do it in Japan or somewhere, you know. Yeah, I'd pay for it. Wherever it's unsanctioned, you can do all the drugs you want, roid up. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, it'll be a good time. <laughs> oh my god, Mike. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with you, man? That is brutal. <laughs> <laughs> now, the way that main card opened up. Oh, boy, boy, boy. Now, there was a lot of heat. Coming into this fight, Paul Craig and Jamal Hill, they had had a few good words. So, boy, this was going to be one to look forward to. And, Mm. yo, this fight. And the crazy thing about this fight, right, because it it was all in the transitions. And Hall, Hall showed that he, you know I mean? He knew how to extricate himself from those situations. He was good. He was definitely decent. Mm-hmm. But, you know what I mean? Craig is just a different animal, man. Craig is just a, and it's an, like when Paul Craig is on, mm. Paul Craig is fucking nasty. Like, you know, there's there's moments in fights sometimes where Paul Craig, like, he might stick on his back for way too long instead of getting up or, you know, things like that. But when Paul Craig is on, Paul Craig is a bad motherfucker. And Saturday night, Paul Craig was the dun dada of bad motherfucker because what he did to Jamal Hall's arm Boy, that was straight nasty. It was Boy. nasty. I was like, do we that all saw on camera enemy. before the ref, like, the uh, uh, the stop it, just stop it. <laughs> Man, it, it, hey, it, it, was like, it was just when he got the extension of the arm, when he got mm-hmm. the extension of the arm, that's what when it happened because you just 
when you see it from a certain angle, you just see the way the arm was bent. And your arm does not bend like that. (laughs) Your arm does not (laughs) bend like that. That was some crazy shit. Now, it's insane because, you know, just think back a few weeks and we saw the way that um, uh, Dubronx had um, Tommy Ferguson's arm. Right, right, right. right. And that was a nasty arm. And the extension was kind of similar. Mm -hmm. It was kind of similar. I mean, if right. Tony it, wasn't it, such a freak, he probably would have been dislocated too. Well, yeah, it, it yeah, reminded me of, um, I remember when Corey Sanhagen was in an arm bar from uh, Ronnie Yaya. And the, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, the way that arm was extended and the way Yaya was just twerking on that arm. You were just like, Yo, the arm is broken. The arm is broken. What the fuck? But when San Hagen got out, you're just like, yo, oh my days. So we have seen some crazy arm bars. But honestly, the way his arm was shaking, I thought this was another Chris Weidman leg situation, you know? Well, I mean, it was the arm, so it wasn't going to be Chris Weidman leg, right? No, no, I know. Just the way it was just flopping like that. Like yeah. there, there, there is, I don't know if you know how anatomy works, but the arm is here, the leg is there, right? No, no, I just know what looks nasty is what makes my stomach feels weird and I want to puke. It's like, it's like any kind of limb flopping around makes me want to faint. It's like leg, arm, whatever. That, yeah. yeah, you, you could see that arm was fucked. It you was could fucked. see the, with the oh. way that arm was flapping in the wind. Uh-huh. It, it was just yeah. like, yo, son, ref, the arm is done the Mm -hmm. arm is done but (laughs) all power to jamal hill because you did not see him scream he was just hammer fisting you know i mean ray good just you know what i mean that's true oh and i like the way they they then squashed their shit at the end and it was all love like because i you know what i mean when you've been in a war like that like why are you mad why the fuck are you mad man yeah honestly with the love can i want to jump over to figueredo moreno the way figueredo handled that at the end i i have 100 respect for him it's like dude but i mean come on Let, let let's be real there's no other way you can you know, handle that shit because when you are owned right you are owned for every second of a motherfucking fight start to right? finish like there, there's there's you you can't say oh you caught me that was a lucky punch or oh no. you know what i mean is it, like the ref the ref stopped the fight uh, no. No, no, no 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 like Brandon Moreno just showed who the motherfucking man is in the flyweight right. division, son. Straight up. And that, honestly, Figueredo looks sloppy. He looks sloppy just doing those big over... He's, he's just going for the knockout without being technical. 
So well, you know what it was? Yeah, like for those last two fights, right? And, and this is what I said. This is what I said on Wednesday. You know what I mean? Hey, not trying to say that I'm motherfucking Kev Trump, Kev Nadamus, right? Ain't trying to say I'm clairvoyant and I've got the all seeing eye. I am not trying to say that I am always no. right, Mike. That's I'll call you Kevin Adamus. I like that. But I was all, I was so fucking right. I was so fucking right you about this. Fucking right. Because when you watch the embedded, right, the way Vittori and the way Figueredo were talking, right, it was like um, Figueredo was just like, oh, I'm going to make him cry. You know what I mean? Oh, that the first fight wasn't really close. I'm going to kill him. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And then, you know, Vittori was saying, like, the first fight, I won that first fight. That, like, you could, that he's not evolved. I've evolved. I'm a smasher. I'm this. I'm that. Blah, blah, blah. And it was, you could see both people overlooking their opponent. Right. And I felt that Figueredo fall. I'm going to land a shot and just mm-hmm. knock him out. Straight right? Up. Because that's, that's how it was fighting. Figueredo, like, let, let's be real. Figueredo, yes, is true. Figueredo was ill going into that fight. That that's a fact. He was ill going into that fight. Right. So he's like, oh, if I'm a hundred percent, I'm gonna stop him. Mm-hmm. But in that first fight, Moreno walked through those shots. Easy. Moreno walked through those shots. And Moreno was the one that stunned Figueredo. Right? right? And, and that was that fight. And then coming into this fight, right? Figueredo was the last person to weigh in. Right? He left it literally to the last second of mm-hmm. the weigh-in window to get on those scales. So from that, you can see that it was a tough weigh-in. It, it was a tough cut. And he so really, all, all that talk last week guy. of Figueredo saying, I want to move up. I want to I want the opportunity to become a champ champ. I kind of feel it's more of a case of this flyweight weight cut is tough as a motherfucker. So I would like to go up, win that belt so I can relinquish the flyweight and just become a bantamweight now. Right? Because I kind of feel our days of watching Figueredo as a flyweight are really coming to an end. I don't think we're going to see him as a flyweight for much longer. Honestly, yeah, that's like my main note I have here. Figueredo needs to move up to 135 because the weight got really freaking hurt him. He's he, he can't handle it. He needs to go up. He needs to go up another weight class for sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'd imagine we might see him a few more times, but I think... It would it won't be long until we do see him move up. But Moreno, Mm-mm. oh my god, Moreno put in the work. Moreno put in so much work and it showed because he dominated every single position. Every single position. It was incredible. And he's such a great spokesman for the flyweight division as champion. I mean he speaks fluent english he's very personable people like him and he's a fucking beast 
I, I think he's great for the UFC all the way around. I, I mean, when you dude. think about Brandon Moreno, right? So he was on the Ultimate Fighter, loses his fight, loses his fight in the first round. But he, you know, as I said, because this is a crazy thing. You knew he was in the Ultimate Fighter, but he debuted in the UFC before the season finished. So straight away, you knew he didn't win. But the fact that he was able to debut, you're just like, okay. Right. Like you'd think, oh, he must have had some crazy great fight in there. And like, to be honest, his fight in the first round, which he lost, it wasn't incredible. But then when you hear what everyone says about him, that he was just a sponge. You know what I mean? Even though he lost that fight, he was there every day. He was soaking in. He was asking questions. He was evolving his shit, right? Mm -hmm. And when you saw him in the UFC, the fights he was putting on, he put on some great fights. And the fights he lost, I did not think that Sergio Pettis beat him. I thought he won that fight. And then I thought he won the other fight. I forget who it was. But uh, there's another fight that he lost on a split. And I thought Moreno won that fight. And he got cut. He got cut. And it wasn't he got cut because of a bad record. He got cut because the division looked like it might get folded. Right? right yes. But he then went on and put on such a great performance outside. Right? And, and that they were just like, you know what? We need to bring motherfucker back. And he has just... I think you, you, you look at a fighter, right? Because you get so many people going, I deserve this. I deserve, and you just be like, what, you, you're five and oh, like, what, what are you talking about? Like you, you haven't fought. True. You know I mean, there's, there's people that are in double figures, right? Who have been in wars, who have really put it out there. Right, so there's people that talk about I deserve and I, and you're just like, ah, man, what are you doing? Just mm -hmm. win your fights and it will come. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and you and you see people like Brandon Moreno who went out there and just put on work. And even at you know, what I mean? UFC was it two fifty six, two fifty six in December, right? It was, it was like, um, I thought he should have got that fight instead of Alex Perez. I thought Brandon Moreno was the one that deserved a title fight at that time. And they gave it to Perez. And Moreno fought Brandon Royval. And Brandon Royval is a tough motherfucker. Sure. Right? You, you, you saw oh, yeah. Royval take out um, she, the city kickboxing cat. Um, who trains with uh, Adesanya and Riddell and all of them, man's them. Um, Kaya France. You, you saw Ravel take out Kaya France, which is an incredible fight. That was so much fun. And just the other fights Ravel has been in, he has looked so good. Looked really good in the LFA. And Moreno just mm -hmm. whew, blew him out of the park blew him out of the park mm. and Moreno wasn't like oh 
I should have the title fight. This is unfair. You are rubbish. You were bad. Brandon Romano did what you are meant to do, right? When you don't get the fight that you, you, you thought you should get, you go on and put on a performance that says, I am undeniable. And that's what Moreno did. He put on that performance against Roy Val that said, I am undeniable. So he got the title fight, right? Now, things came about a little crazy. Like, you know, Kamzat and Edwards both got COVID. So there was a gap. There was a gap and they were like, oh, because, you know, Roy, Moreno and Figueredo both finished their fights mad quick on that night. So it's just like, yo, guys, do you want a title fight? And it was just like, all right. And then we saw Moreno elevate his level in the fight against Figueredo in December. We saw him elevate it. We saw him put it on. And it was a great fight, right? And so people were wondering, was was that the cap? Right? Was that the cap? Was that as high as Moreno could go? And when you look at Moreno, you look at his unbed, he's playing with Funko Pops and motherfucking Lego. And, like, Funko Pop and Lego, that's hilarious. You're right? And the crazy yeah. thing is, now he is the champion, Moreno is going to have his own fucking Funko Pop. That is a crazy thing. I'll Moreno buy is going to have a Funko Pop of himself as the motherfucking champion. But you look at Moreno and you would never think that that motherfucker is an assassin. And you know what I mean? He moved to Vegas. He brought in so many people and we have seen him take his shit to the next level. Take his shit to the next level to the extent that he won in every motherfucking area on Saturday night. It was incredible. It was incredible. Now, do you think, though, honestly, personally, Moreno has been overlooked up until this past weekend, myself included. But do you think this was enough to bring Triple C out of retirement? Triple C was there thinking about it. It's like, ooh. That might happen. I mean, I look, I think that, you know, Sahudo, he, right now, he's more interested in, in a boxing match against Ryan Garcia. I, I, I think that's where, you know, Sahudo's mindset is at, hmm. right? And I, I think if Sahudo comes back, I see him probably more likely to fight a bantamweight. Right, yeah. I, I think that wake up, it was hard for him to. You know, I mean, he made it because he's a perfect like at the beginning of his career, he missed weight a couple of times for sure. But he then got it, he got his shit dialed in and he was able to make those cuts. But they were tough. Right. And I, I kind of think it, if he came back, he's coming back at Bantam weight. I can see that. That's a you big know? if though. That's a big if. And he even, you know, he's talked about challenging Volkanovski. So I, I see him coming back more in the higher weight class rather than go to flyweight. Okay. Oh. But, uh, you know, there, there's good fights at flyweight for uh, Moreno. 
the flyweight oh. division has really gone through a motherfucking um, Indian summer. Yeah, I think uh, mm-hmm. that's what you might call it. I think that's, that's the right. That's, that's a little bit racist in the United analogy. States. I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> Do not try and cancel me on my own motherfucking podcast, <laughs> Michael. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Son of a bitch. Uh, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but no, the flyweight division, man, from a point where it was just Dimitri Johnson. You know what I mean? Dimitri Johnson was the highest you got, right? We have now got to a point where there are multiple people knocking people out, right? It's something we were not seeing. We just weren't seeing. And now there's a good few people with knockout power and everyone has just elevated themselves. Honestly, yeah, that's straight up. Yeah, the flyweight has been... Finish after finish after finish, but yeah, now we actually got some knockouts going on. It's a it's a whole new level going. Yeah, so the, the flyweight division is fun, and I I listen. I ain't gonna lie, right now, I didn't need. I didn't let, let, let me just make this clear, motherfuckers. I did not take a tissue out. Understand it. I did not take a tissue out, but. I, I definitely felt some condensation on my eyes at that end when Moreno won and you just saw his wife come in with his daughter and it was just, man, you just saw that, that what that meant to that motherfucker. But damn, yeah, that, 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 that was some... Um, that was some nice yeah. shit. That was just uh, some nice shit. It was shit. real heartfelt shit for sure. Yeah. And yeah, I ain't that. gonna lie. Right for a motherfucker that looks like he's you know what I mean fifteen, Moreno's wife is yo. His wife is performing. Hmm. She's gifted for sure. I'd say I'd say about that. She's, she's a gifted woman, and yeah, best bear. She's a, she's he's, he's yeah. He's got three kids. <laughs> Moreno's got three. Moreno is young and he's got three kids already. So he needed to become a champion to just support, just put food on those motherfuckers' plates, man. That's he said we got two more kids coming, you know, <laughs> before it's all over. We got two more, two more on, the, on deck. <laughs> oh, man. And yeah, that was, that was an incredible fight. That was an incredible fight. I'm a new Moreno fan by far. It's like I, I love Figgy, but Moreno just dominated start to finish. Yeah. And, and he got the finish with the fucking arm bar. It's like oh man. And that was a sw- oh, like the fact because you know, didn't get it on the first attempt, but he just reared. No, he's a rear naked. <laughs> Don't mind that. That's my wife smoking weed in the bedroom, setting off the smoke alarm. <laughs> I apologize for that right now. I was just like, yo, what the fuck is happening, man? All right, it's all good, yo. <laughs> <laughs> it's all cool. All right, she got it turned off. She got it a good hit. <laughs> oh, it's, all good. it's okay, baby. It's okay. It's all good. <laughs> Before I want to talk about the final fight that which I really really enjoyed. What about Izzy and Vittori? 
I mean, Izzy just put on a clinic. That was it. He pieced him out all night long. Yeah. Yeah. Like, as, as, as I said, look, you, you could see that, you know, Vittori and Figueredo underestimated their opponents. Mm-hmm. Right? Vittori had been talking about how he won the first fight. He clearly won the first fight. He's more skilled. He's a beast. He can do whatever he wants. You know, Adesanya is nothing, blah, 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 blah. Right? Now, did Vittori take Izzy down? Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. Could he hold him? No, he couldn't. Oh. And even when he took him down, he didn't land damage. No, not he at didn't all. land damage on Adesanya when he had him down, but Adesanya was able to get back up. Right? That that was a big yeah. thing. And he then every single time. Yeah. Without a problem. And Vittori didn't have a different method of attack. That was the thing. He he had one form of attack. And once that did, wasn't working. He was lost. Right. He 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 was lost. Now I will say, Vittori showed some good head movement for sure. He showed some good head movement, but he got gassed. Mm-hmm. He got gassed in that fight, and, and his so his leg it, it just was fucking doing the motions. Oh man, his leg got eight up. Yeah. I was surprised Adesanya didn't stick with that leg kick. I agree. You know what I mean? But, yeah, yeah. the damage had been done. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Vittori just didn't really have enough. Didn't have enough. Didn't have enough and just, yeah, was outworked. I think Izzy switching, switching up the leg kick because Vittori was sort of expecting that. So now he was able to do different moves at the time, go for kicking the head or throwing a jab or whatever because he was he was scared of that fucking leg at that point well i think adesanya just did a good job of giving different looks you know what i mean so it's like when if fedori was trying for um you know the takedown he was throwing uppercuts he was throwing leg kicks. He was throwing high kicks. He was just mixing up their game so much that Vittori didn't really know what to do. Didn't really know what to do. And, um, yeah, it was just one hell of a performance. That's it. Adesanya really shone. Really shone. It was Adesanya it reminded was me of Mayweather style, just picking them apart all night long, bit, 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 bit. And, yeah, this... He, he won by far. Yeah, I, I, I did feel that if Adesanya had just really put the foot on, he possibly would have finished that fight. But I, I wasn't mad at the outcome. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I, I, I feel that he could have finished it, but I, I was like, all right, I'm fine with this. I'm fine with this. I was surprised at Vittori at the end. Because when Adesanya went over to him, it was just like, yo, dude. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then Vittori says, like, I won. I won that fight. Yeah, that like... was ridiculous, dude. <sighs> but I the problem not... was, even you you knew it was going badly, because even in the corner, 
right? Even when Rafael Cordoris was talking to Vittori in the corner and being like, yo, and, and it was impressive because a lot of times when people are losing, the corner talks them crazy. Like, oh yeah, you won that round. Keep on doing your thing. Keep on doing... No, right. like Vittori's corner was honest as a motherfucker and they were telling him, you are losing. You need to do this. And Vittori was acting like, how dare you say no that's not how it went and it was just like wait what's happening here like you you because firstly you have to trust the corner right you, the, the whole point is you're bringing people in your corner who you trust who you trust to tell you what the fuck is going on right and yeah. when you aren't listening to those people when you think those people are telling you bullshit that's a problem. That's a big fucking problem. And so I don't even know what's going to happen with Vittori because, yeah, it was insane. It, some of that shit was insane. I mean, he really needs to get out of his own head. Even Izzy was saying in the post-fight interview was like, if Vittori would decide to kind of in a couple in a week or two just kind of reflect back and admit where he fucked up. He could come back as a way better fucking fighter. Oh yeah, Vittori, no doubt. Tori's got the skill and he's got the talent. He just has to admit his faults and improve upon them. Yeah, that's it. He's great. I'm still a fan. He's just he just has to get out of his own head and realize that he's not as you know there are people better than him, which is Adesanya. Well, yeah, it, no, it, it's just looking at you know what you're doing and going. Um, okay, I need to improve that or that, right. you know, I could be better at this and, and doing that kind of stuff, you know what I mean? And, and that's just not what we're seeing from Vittori right now, mm. you know, because he, yes, he beat Hermanson, he beat Holland, you know what I mean? But, right, he had Hermanson in trouble and couldn't finish him. Straight up. You know what I mean? Like, Holland was hurting Vittori on their feet. So Vittori had to take him down. And even when Vittori took Holland down, wasn't landing crazy ground and pound. Right, true. You know what I mean? So you, when you look at those performances, now, listen, he won the fight. So yeah, hats off. You know what I mean? You found a way to victory. That's always a good look, right? But when you really analyze those fights and you look at them and go, all right, he had these people in these positions but couldn't finish. It was then like, well, how's he by how's he how's he beating Adesanya? You know what right. I mean? Like the talk, the way he was talking, you're like, wait, but in these two situations, you didn't do the thing, right? Mm -hmm. But now you're saying that you're gonna do all of this, but when you had the opportunity to do those those things, you didn't do them before. So why are we meant to think you can do those things now? Exactly. That, that was the whole thing with Vittori going into this fight because he, he wasn't able to look at those fights and go, oh, yeah, I should improve on those things. You exactly. know, he, he was just blinded by his own rhetoric and he thought... Oh, I'm going to walk through Adesanya. And uh, it did not go that way. 
No, <laughs> not at all. No, no. Easy took it hands down. Oh, he did. He did. Now a fight. You know, I mean, someone was calling, and it basically, for the most part, went the way they were saying. It's Leon Rocky motherfucking Edwards because he really he put in work. Yeah, Leon Edwards put on a clinic round one through four. For yeah. Sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> one, one through four. Edwards as peace fucking um, Diaz apart easily. Well, even in the fifth round, he was still doing good until the end. Until the end. Yeah. When, when Diaz basically took the fucking everybody spotlight from that last last few minutes. It's like that was that was an incredible finish. Ten more seconds. Ten more seconds. It would have been a whole different outcome. I mean, maybe, but the, but the crazy thing about the end of that fight, right, when you look at it, because there was a minute left, there was a minute, it was at four minutes when he landed the left hand and rocked Edwards, right, and a minute is enough time to do the thing, well, you've got someone on, you know I mean, Bambi legs, right, you should be able to finish that thing, but and at the beginning, Edwards couldn't close the distance, couldn't close the distance, so couldn't tie him up, couldn't get the takedown. I was just shouting at my screen. I was just like, take him down, get inside, take <laughs> him down, or at least clinch. And he couldn't, right? Mm-hmm. So that was one of those moments where Diaz could, should have finished the fight. He should have, right? That it was he enough hesitated. time for Diaz After that left, to finish he hesitated. that fight. Yeah. So you know, what I mean? like they, I don't eat. So to say, ten more seconds, I don't even know. I don't think he would have, because he had a minute. He had a minute with someone who was nearly gone, nearly gone. It almost seemed like Diaz, after he landed that left, he was surprised that that Leon was staggered as he was. It's like he, if he would have just continued with the attack after that, he would have got the finish. But yeah, I think he sort of looked away and like, yeah, see what I did? Instead of just going, going, going for the kill at that point. Well, I, I think he thought, oh, it's a done deal. I, I thought he, I think he thought it was a done deal that with someone as rocked as that, it's just a matter of time, right? And at the beginning, he did land shots, right? He he did land some shots, but Edwards was moving away, so they weren't flush. They were at the apex of the, the strike he was landing because Edwards was moving away. Right, so it, it was nothing too clean, and then Edwards was able to get a hold of Diaz. But it was just like in those moments, it, I don't know if Diaz could have just run for literally just run and grab him, right? right? Maybe, but um, you know, didn't happen. No, but in the, in the moments. Before in the, in those first four rounds, Leon Edwards, yo, oh. Leon Edwards looks so good, 
so really good. good. And I, you know what I loved, right? When Diaz clinched up with him, the way Edwards countered that, right? Because he, he, he was able to sweep around and take the back, take the back. And the great thing was, because you saw it, right? So when Vittori went in on a takedown on Adesanya, he left his head out and took those Travis Brown elbows to the side of the head. Right, right. right. So, so Edwards scooted around to the back, screwed around to the back. So his head was in the center of Diaz's back and Diaz couldn't come with any sort of strike to his head. So it was very smart. So he had him like that. And then he's able to get that body lock takedown. And he got that body time and time again. It's no such a beautiful transition. And such a beautiful transition that Edwards was doing. It, it was, oh my gosh. It was mm-hmm. so good. So, it was so good. technical. It was so fucking technical. It was great. Yeah, Ed- Edwards just showed, man. He, he had great wrestling. He had great counter-striking. Great forward striking. He, he was just really putting it together. And, and, you know, I think the big thing was, right, when you're watching that fight, he was very focused. He was very focused. Diaz was trying these funky things, like looking away, walking to the side. Yeah, they just trapped. Oh, yeah. Edwards was able to counter that. And, but then the difference was, so when we were four minutes into the fifth round, you saw Edwards kind of relax a little bit. And that's when he got caught, right? Because right. he thought, with four minutes, it's done, right? And so he lost concentration for a second. Lost concentration for a second, and boom, that's when he got hit. But up to that point, he was focused, oh, so he was locked in. Dominated the whole fight. Put on that performance. Easily, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, his next fight, too, he's going to learn from that mistake. He will not lose focus. He will just stay stay on target the entire time. Oh, yeah. No doubt. No doubt. Now, like, I think he gets a title shot next, right? But I don't know if he's beating Usman. Like, to be honest, I like Edwards. (laughs) <laughs> I really like Edwards, but right now no. it's hard to think who can beat Usman. No one. There it's hard to no think one. who can there beat Usman. No Amanda and, Nunes, and... maybe? It's like, <laughs> it's like I can't imagine anybody more dominant in this sport right now in their own respective class, you know. Yeah, Usman, they got Nunes in their own division. It's like it's Usman can just put it together so well his wrestling is so good Mm -hmm. so good and his striking is just vastly improved vastly improved he's knocking people out you know Um, so I know Edwards has said that he thinks you know Usman has become too in love with his hands but you know Yes, he, he's knocked those people out. He knocked out Covington. He knocked out Burns. 
but I I think the the way he mixes his attack up, right? He's still you know doing those takedowns. He's still fainting for the takedowns, right? And, and I think that's the difference. So he, I don't believe he has fallen in love with the striking to an extent where he's forgotten the wrestling. I, you can see the wrestling is still there, oh, but he's yeah. just mixing things up in a way that are working so well. So it, it, it's hard to think that however good Edwards looked, and Edwards looked very fucking good, I don't know if he can beat Usman. No. And I no. don't know who can beat Usman. I don't know anybody. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I think Wonderboy has a great style. Mm-hmm. There's the what we what we saw Wonderboy do to um Jeff Neal was oh my days. That was something. That was something. But Usman has got very good footwork. So yeah, I, 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 I still would say Usman wins, but I think that would be a different fight. But yeah, it's it's very difficult to to look at that division and think, all right, that dude, that dude would take out Usman. It's tough. No. Uh, yeah, I don't see it. I don't see it happening. I don't see anybody taking out Usman anytime soon. Yeah, yeah. But uh, hey, I definitely agree with the bonuses. So um, Brandon Moreno gets a performance of the night for his finish of Figueredo. Paul Craig gets a performance of the night for his finish of Jamal Hill. And the fight of the night was Drew Dover, Brad Riddell. And yeah, I I, I think all of those are, you know, very well warranted. Definitely. I mean, I'm, I'm sure Terrence McKinney is getting a little something, something in that paycheck. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. McKinney did, was, had a great win. He, be, he better. Oh, man, it, it was such a good win. Such a good win. So, yeah, this this was a great... I very much enjoyed this card, man. Absolutely. Now, July 10th is going to be a good time, too. Connor Poirier. Jesus Christ. That whole card is looking stacked. Like, it it feels like that card must have 20-something fights on it. Because every week, every week, every time I'm doing, you know, having to put together my outro of the podcast, I'm just seeing, wait, another fight's been added to that card? (laughs) It's just like, wait, how many? Right, it's it's weird because it says... There are 14 fights on the card, but it just feels like there are more fights, right? So the co-main event, Gilbert Burns, Stephen Thompson. That's a great co-main event. Is this in Vegas? Yup. Oh, that's okay. That explains a lot. This is why the the UFC is putting a lot of first first back time in Vegas where a main sold out crowd. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's like International Fight Week is usually in Vegas. So like the first, I well, at the moment on Tapology, the first fight is Mike Max Griffin, Carlos Condon. Now, I'm sure that isn't going to stay there, but if that was, that's an incredible first fight. But you just look, Max Griffin, Carlos Condon, 
Nico Price, Michelle Ferreira, right? Incredible fights, man. Irene Aldana, Yana Kutzenstaya. Oh my days. Oh my days. Incredible. Drius Dupias, who looked sensational in his debut against Trevon Giles. Man, that's a good fight. Taitaya Vasa, Greg Hardy. Oh my God. Oh, oh my gosh. My goodness. Yeah, it's, 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 it's great from start to finish. Matt, I am so looking forward to Ryan Hall, Ilya Tapira. Yeah. That's a, a fun. Kevin Lee, Sean Brady. My I mean, my. Ooh. The, the, the fights on that card are incredible. You can never forget Sean or Sugar Shane O'Malley. He's always a good, good show. Yeah, I mean, for <sighs> the Burns and the and the Wonder Boy fight is I'm I'm most excited about. I think from the whole from the whole fight, the whole card. That, that's a great fight. That's a great yeah. fight. And the but Bo Wonder Boy, I I, I kind of feel you know what I mean. You can't sleep on next week. No, no, you, we got Korean Zombie back next week. Against Dan Ige, man. Yeah, yeah. All right, that's a great fight. Alexi Olenek against Sergey Spivak. You know what I mean? D Diego Lima against Matt Brown. Oh, that's the first time looking at the actual card. Oh, shit, got Marlon Verrera going on. Yeah, David Grant. Dude, holy crap. Tim <laughs> Means against Danny Roberts? Brown and Lima? Oh, damn. Gary, they're, they're off. Oh, my days. There are so many great fights on this card. Casey O'Neill in her second fight. I've been focused. And, and Casey O'Neill looked so good in her first fight. So the, you cannot sleep on this card. In the weekend, <laughs> you got Gaynor Volkov. LA, oh, shit, dude. We got we got fights coming up. Yep, yep. So, yeah, this, this is a fun one. Yes, yes. We got a fun few weeks. Yeah, man. Right. So, um, yeah, I think that's it. I think we recapped. Yes, it was a great time. Right. Yeah, that, that was a fun fight. And um, yeah, I, I think there's some uh, there's some interesting matchups to make, you know, coming out of this card. Definitely some interesting matchups to make. And it's going to be interesting to see where some people go. Uh, on With the Diaz, I'd like to since Masvidal had a loss in his last fight, would be a Diaz-Masvidal rematch would be nice. I don't know. Because I, I just think, you know, Masvidal clearly won that fight. I oh, don't think that. it was close. So I, I don't know. Like, I can imagine that if if Poirier was to beat Connor, I think we're getting Diaz McGregor free. Oh, that, that on, I think I have a note on here somewhere where I hope Connor loses so we can see that. <laughs> I, I've been waiting for. I want, I want fucking Diaz McGregor three. I, I, I want that fight so bad. <laughs> oh man! But yo, we we got some good fights because you have to be think like, where does Paul Craig go from here? Right. You know what I mean? 
Right, you got people rising up all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah. It, you like some of these divisions, man. You you think, oh, where are they going to go? Now we know that Eric Anders is coming back to middleweight, right? But it, it might. It sounds that Darren Stewart might stay at light heavyweight. Oh, wow. Huh. So you so you had that, but then the performance Muzav Evelev put on. Hey, who's he gonna fight next? At, you know, featherweight, right? Okay. That that that's an interesting one. And I have to say, right, if Ryan Hall wins his fight, I wouldn't mind seeing that fight. I would not mind seeing Avalev Ryan Hall. No, yeah, that would be a great fight. Yeah, that would be an amazing fucking fight. You know, there's just some really good fights to make coming out of this. Right. So, um, all good. Yeah. All excited, man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. That is it for another episode, people. We will be back on Wednesday to break down the uh, zombie eag fight. So, until then. Enjoy the ultimate fighter. And um, yeah, we out. Peace. See you, brothers. Nice. <laughs>